everybody. You're listening to The Big Chill Podcast. This is episode 22, Sam the Squid's March Madness Bracket. Hello, Big Chillians. Welcome back to the Big Chill Podcast. For all our new listeners, you are in for quite the treat today as you are going to get some vintage Sam the Squid predictions on everything March Madness. Sam, I want to kind of just go right off to you. We'll obviously get into the picks a little later, but what do you know about March Madness and and all that it entails? (laughs) I I know know the month is in. Well, that's the trick, right? It's not even entirely in March anymore. <laughs> it's not even in, yeah. finishes in April. Fool me once. Um, I know you, so little. I know it's Sam, basketball. Sam, do you know what a bracket is? If if you, yeah, you put like something on a bracket on like a wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> in our well, last... um, I'm guessing I don't know, but I'm guessing a bracket would be some sort of like there's a bunch of clubs or a bunch of teams in like a grouping, and then you come kind of through the groupings, and it yeah, kind of goes it's like it's like if right you imagine to left the... to the final in the middle. Exactly. I mean, in in this case, it's enough teams that you come from all sides, but yeah, if you imagine the knockout stages of the World Cup, the knockout stages that's the bracket. I like that from all sides. They're coming. <laughs> you could put it all on one side <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> now you could, yeah, true. Yeah. Now here's the other question for you, Sam. How many how many teams do you think there are in March Madness? Let's just do traditionally, because yeah. there have been some tweaks lately. So the yeah. traditional bracket, as it's known, how many teams are in that bracket? Oh Jesus! Um, madness implies crazy. You know, there's there's lots. So I'm, I'm going to go maybe... Wait, wait, wait. I want to help you out a little bit. Use math here. At least give <laughs> yeah, us a so number that makes this, sense. Not an odd number. Yeah. Yeah. So I was... I mean, World Cup is 32, isn't it? I feel like... Maybe like... Yeah. Maybe, let's go... You know what? Let's go 32. I thought Wrong. you were going to get there. It's 64. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to... Uh, I thought... Uh, I, uh, I was I tempted to double it. up. But now here's the thing for new listeners. This might sound as if you're about to get no real information, nothing of value from the podcast, but the really that is just to convey how little Sam knows about what he's about to select. Now, traditionally we've called him Sam the squid because he has had a habit of picking, having good picks in areas where he has no knowledge. So to give a little bit of background last year, he picked the Miami heat to make it all the way to the NBA finals on the back of nothing. This year, his NBA pick was the Phoenix Suns to win win the division and to be the, the the dark horse of the NBA. So far, so good on that front. So he might have a better feel for basketball than we think. And now it's to see if he can transfer that over to the college game. Yeah, also had what, like a uh, 70% win streak with his NHL playoff series picks, yeah. about an 80% win streak on his on his NBA playoff picks yeah. <laughs> coming off of not even knowing how many players are on a rink in hockey. <laughs> so, yeah. So should it, we... it's been fairly impressive. I'm looking forward to this one because yeah. out of all of them, like I understand some basic concepts of like hockey and the NBA, but 
March Madness. I they play basketball. That fundamentally is my endpoint with March Madness. Yeah, I mean that's kind of in a sense all you need to know. Obviously, the college game is a little bit different to the professional game. It's two hives, not four quarters. The three-point line is slightly different. A uh, different number of fouls allowed. Slightly different rules. Different number of timeouts. Like there's what? Why? Why? Why the half versus the quarter? Why the half? Why the three points? I don't know the like... origin. So it's a twenty-minute half instead of. So it's a shorter game. I don't know why they favor that over the quarters. Um, that obviously impacts on the number of timeouts and fouls because you're adjusting the length of the game. As for the three-pointer, I suppose traditionally it's just because younger players might not be able to... Yeah, (laughs) that extra, the extra few inches, they just can't make it. So weak. They're so weak in college. So frail. But six months later, when they get to the NBA, they've got got the strength. Well, in, in fairness, back in the day, the players who would go right to the NBA were definitely the strongest. True. So, you, are you ready, Sam? Born ready. All right. All right. Intro the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music, please, Eddie, at this point. <laughs> All right, Sam, we're going to ask you to dim your screen just so everyone knows Sam will not be able to see the bracket. So he'll have no idea of seedings. He's just going to have to make a pick purely based on names and whatever gut feeling he has. I feel like that's going to absolutely kill him because the other option that most people will do is just pick the highest seeds throughout every time. Yeah. But Sam the Squid does not need that knowledge. Doesn't need the seeds. So is is your screen dimmed, Sam? Not yet. See you guys later. See ya. I am now dimmed. The squid has gone into the twilight zone. (laughs) All right, Sam, you ready to go? Yes. Hit me with these random names. Do you want an option? Do you want to do you want to pick whether you start in the west, the south, the east, or the midwest? No way is the Midwest actually one. I said, no, no, they are. They are all real. So let's start in the West. Let's go. Let's go West. Okay. Okay. We're way out West. All right. So we will kick things off in the West. So your first choice here, Sam Gonzaga or Appalachian State or Norfolk State. So for context there, Appalachian State and Norfolk State are playing a play-in to see whether or not they make the first round sort of official of March Madness. So I'm so I, I can pick Gonzaga and it doesn't matter about the other two. I don't have to pick that game. Exactly. Oh, Gonzaga. All right. Yeah. We've 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 given you something there, Sam. So yeah. be happy. So well, to be fair, the name is fascinating enough. So I would have come for it anyway. All right. Next, you've got Oklahoma against Missouri. Oklahoma. Creighton against UCSB. Creighton. Yeah, sure. Creighton. Virginia against Ohio. Now that's not the University of oh, that's not Ohio State. That is Ohio. I don't get that. Okay. Um, 
Ohio. USC against this is another play in game. So it's either against Wichita State or Drake. Yeah. State. Wichita State. Wow. <laughs> He's gone for the play in to make through. Kansas against East Washington. Eastern Washington. Kansas. Oregon <laughs> against VCU. What does it could I have clarification on what yeah. VCU stands for? Virginia Commonwealth. Oh yeah. Yeah, VCU all the way. Wow, that's what you needed to hear to be. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, no, he picked VCU. He picked VCU. Oh, correct. Iowa against Grand Canyon. Is there anything in Grand Canyon? <laughs> a big crater. Yeah. <laughs> There's a school in the Grand Canyon. And and five people. Uh, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going Iowa. Grand right. Canyon has no one living it. That's a trick one. All right, Frank, I'll give you that. Should he pick out this side of the bracket or should I go? For- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Gonzaga against Oklahoma. So this is the next round. Oh, okay. Gonzaga. They're my team. Creighton against Ohio. <laughs> do you know I've where heard, Gonzaga I, is? I, Wait, do you no. know where Gonzaga is? <laughs> no, no. Where is it? Just make Spokane, a pick. Spokane, Washington. Okay. okay. Creighton okay. against Ohio. Creighton. Uh, you have Wichita State playing Kansas. Mm, see, Wichita playing game. You know, from my from my seven minutes of knowledge, it's just going to end there. So going Kansas. Uh, VCU against Iowa. Commonwealth all the way. VCU. Okay. And then in the next round, you have Gonzaga against Creighton. Gonzaga. And Kansas against VCU. VCU. And then Gonzaga against VCU. Stupid question, Gonzaga. Okay. So you have Gonzaga making the final four. That's the semifinals. Okay, we're now moving to the east where you have another play-in game. So this is Michigan against Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern. Michigan. LSU against St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure. Colorado against Georgetown. Georgetown. Florida State against UNC Greensboro. UNC Greensboro. BYU against Michigan State or UCLA. Another playing game. Now, Sam, keep in mind, it's not like Michigan State and UCLA put their teams together to play (laughs) BYU. (laughs) Where's BYU? BYU is in on the outskirts of Salt Lake City. It's Brigham Young University. It is the Mormon school. Brigham Young. Brigham Young. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, that one. Brigham Young. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Texas against. I have to actually check who. Abilene Christian. 
<laughs> is is that a religious one as well? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's go Texas. All right. Uh, UConn, so the University of Connecticut against Maryland. UConn. And Alabama against Iona. Where's Iona? Washington? New York. <laughs> Let's go Alabama. Okay. So next round, Michigan against St. Bonaventure. Michigan. Georgetown against UNC Greensboro. Georgetown. BYU against Texas. BYU. UConn against Alabama. Alabama. Michigan against Georgetown. Michigan. BYU. BYU against Alabama. (laughs) Alabama. And then Michigan against Alabama. Michigan. Michigan and my team. (laughs) So you, you, okay, you're going to have a tricky one now because you, (laughs) he keeps saying it's my team. (laughs) You have have Gonzaga playing Michigan in the final four. Uh, Tie. (laughs) Not an option. Uh, uh, Gonzaga. Okay, so you have you have Gonzaga making the final. Okay, we're now moving to the south, where you have Baylor against Hartford. Where's Baylor? Texas. Hardly nowhere. <laughs> it's Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, I assume so. Yes. Okay, I'm going Baylor. North Carolina against Wisconsin. North Carolina. Villanova against Winthrop. Villanova. <laughs> Purdue against North Texas. Who? Purdue. Against North Texas. Let's go Purdue. Texas Tech against Utah State. Purdue, not Purdue. (laughs) Uh, What were they, sorry? I had a distraction. (laughs) Texas Tech against Utah State. Texas Tech. Arkansas against Colgate. Well, like a toothpaste. At the same name as the toothpaste, yes, but it's not <laughs> the school of the toothpaste. And the first one was Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Florida <laughs> against Florida against Virginia Tech. Virginia no, no, wait, Tech. It, it, wait, wait, he, it is the toothpaste though. But it's the guy, right? It's not it's not like the school of the toothpaste. No, it's not the school of the toothpaste, but the, the Colgate who like created who, who the Colgate created company Colgate. toothpaste. Yeah, is yeah. like one of the original trustees or something. Florida against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Ohio State against Oral Roberts. If only you which, picked Oral Roberts your, to play Colgate. <laughs> yeah, which another clue for you if this is this is in no way a clue. Another religious school. A family guy made a joke about it where he had Oral Roberts and Anal Roberts next to it. <laughs> uh, I can't even remember the first one. What was the one that's not Oral Roberts? Ohio State. I'll go for them. 
Okay, so now we're going to the next round. Baylor against North Carolina. Baylor. Villanova against Purdue. Villanova. Texas Tech against Arkansas. Arkansas. Virginia Tech against Ohio State. Ohio State. Baylor against Villanova. Baylor. We used to call them. We used to call them Villanova. <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> against Ohio State. <laughs> Arkansas. And then Baylor against Arkansas. Ooh. Oh, I was going to say Baylor. Do I want to go Arkansas? I'm going to go Arkansas. Okay. So we're now moving on. I heard, a, I heard a sigh from Frank. We're going to move on to the Midwest. Okay. Houston against Cleveland State. Cleveland State. West Virginia against Moorhead State. West Virginia. Oklahoma State against Liberty. Liberty. San Diego State against Syracuse. Wait. Midwest and San Diego State are in it. No, the, it's, it's, it's where they play the it's, games. Yeah. It's not where so the actual go, universities are. So they go to oh. hubs to play out these the regionals. I see. And who, oh, sorry, who were they again? <laughs> San, San Diego, Diego State and? And Syracuse. San Diego State. Illinois against Drexel. Drexel? Where's Drexel? You know, I don't care the other one. <laughs> Drexel's wow. in Philly. Drexel's in Philly. Okay. <laughs> Not Drexel. <laughs> Clemson against Rutgers. Ooh. Rutgers. New Jersey. Tennessee against Oregon State. Tennessee. Loyola College against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Illinois against Georgia Tech. This is the next round now. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, okay. Um, Illinois? Yeah, Illinois. Tennessee against Liberty. Liberty. San Diego State, West Virginia. San Diego State. Rutgers, Cleveland State. Rutgers. San Diego State, Rutgers. Rutgers. Illinois, Liberty. Illinois. Don't like that one. Illinois. Illinois. Illinois against Rutgers. I didn't like it in the previous round. Love it now, Illinois. Okay. And then <laughs> this is the, the other side of the final four for you. Arkansas against Illinois. Illinois. Okay. So you have then the championship game is Gonzaga against Illinois. Who do you have winning? Gonzaga. And uh, for, <laughs> as a tiebreaker, what do you think the score is going to be? 
So it's two halves. How long are the games? Are they the same length as a usual game? They are eight minutes shorter than a an NBA game. So nearly 20% shorter, I guess. 92.85. That is a high scoring. <laughs> That's <laughs> a breaker record. <laughs> Can I change it a, then? No. Four. That is... <laughs> That is one hell of a game. Well, you see, it's only eight minutes. I didn't think it was going to equate to like an extra, like, because you see in the NBA, the games go over 100, a fair amount. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the Sam, thing. Sam, wait, before we get into this, yeah. Sam, did you, did you look at all about this before? I, I don't even, I don't, I didn't even know it was college until, no, I haven't looked at all. No, he, I can, I can vouch so for the you, fact is you, no knowledge. Now the only okay. thing, and people Sam, people I'll... listen. Hold on, people listening or watching, just in case, which I don't think was the case, but just what in case, Sam tweaked the like order in which teams appeared. They'll notice that in the Midwest, I started scrambling the games yeah. all together, and in spite of this fact, Sam, if you imagine yeah. that each uh, each national each hub each region has a number one seed. You have managed to pick three of those number one seeds to make it to the semifinals. <laughs> and and they are playing. You also have Arkansas, who is so Gonzaga, Michigan, and Illinois are all number one seeds. Gonzaga, nice. And Arkansas are a three seed. So you haven't picked a huge outsider to make it. So your final four has a very realistic chance of being real. Uh, Gonzaga are the favorites to win the national championship so you, Sam, have... you somehow picked the favorites to win now the only thing i will say is the only way and i don't think again that this is registered with you but if you remember my 2021 predictions my prediction was gonzaga to win the national championship was one of those now i don't think you've remembered this but at least it's a name no, that you've heard no. before in this context but the fact that you no. have picked a bracket that is in any way realistic is kind of crazy. Sam, <laughs> honestly, this bracket <laughs> might win. <laughs> Let me put it out this way. You have Gonzaga to win. They are right now two to one favorites to win it okay. all, which in a tournament of 64 teams heavy, is heavy favorites. pretty crazy. That's undefeated. Favorites. You then oh, have I Michigan. was going to say, like, how good were they in the yep. regular undefeated. season? You have wow. Michigan... In the final four, they are a six to one third favorite. You have Illinois also making the championship. They're the seven to one fourth favorite. You have picked three out of the top four favorites to make it to the finals. That doesn't mean <laughs> this is going to happen at no. all. But the pure fact that you've somehow managed to pick the right teams to be in the right position is absolutely astonishing. Yeah, and you only picked a few very surprising. So and you even things... had Baylor go to the Elite Eight, which is pretty good because you'll get a lot of points if they actually do make it, even if they make it to the Final Four. And and a Georgetown very good. No, but Baylor's I mean, second favorite to win. Yeah, uh. so you didn't have them going out in the first round, and you have Georgetown, for example, who are a very popular like dark horse pick with people because they're coming into this tournament very hot. You have them making the elite eight. Uh, so, you know, you've, you kind of got a few picks that even I think smart people would make. Uh, you don't have any incredible. The only time that you've picked a real upset is 
Cleveland State to beat Houston, which is a 15 seed against a two seed. That would be yeah. pretty surprising. But then you immediately bailed on Cleveland State. So even if they <laughs> did, I, who hurt, did I have them losing to? Rutgers. Rutgers. So it doesn't hurt you too okay. badly. Like if Rutgers make it to the Elite Eight as you've planned. Uh, oh, no, you have Rutgers making. Yeah, the Elite Eight. Um, sorry, you have Georgetown making the Sweet 16. If you have Rutgers making the Elite Eight, then you've nailed. Like you have a chance of having a very competitive bracket. You don't need anything crazy, crazy to happen. If anything, you've probably picked the right number of kind of upset picks at different moments because it's never just going to go chalk. So you do have like a nice mix of sort of 10 seeds or 11 seeds winning the odd game. It's it's a pretty nice looking bracket. I mean, the <laughs> issue is- the issue I have, Sam, actually, is that it's so nice looking of a bracket. It makes it seem like we're just fucking with people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And let me be clear, well, we are not. <laughs> does it does it vary with what you guys would have had then? Like, is there a, like I know Eddie's just said about Gonzaga, but like Frank, does it? So my, I can't even see my screen at the moment. <laughs> my mine was going to well, be Gonzaga can, versus Baylor. Oh, yeah, Gonzaga can, can I, winning. Okay, you can Jesus. you can you can turn your screen on now. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. So. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to be picking Gonzaga to win it all. So in that sense, you know, we're, it's a big chill, clean sweep. Not that it's a super original pick. Right. Um, And my national championship game is going to be Gonzaga against Baylor, but yeah, that's mine too. So we're going to have some disagreement, but not a ton. So it's going to be a close. And so we should say at this point, I'm obviously going to submit this. I'm going to create a bracket. Oh, got a, we'll have to sign in. We'll, we'll, we'll log in. We'll sign you up for your own account here, Sam, so you can follow it yourself. So I'll do that when I'm not sharing my screen so that everyone can't see all your personal details. But afterwards, I guess if anyone listening wants to join and compete against Sam the Squid's bracket... You can look us up on uh, Instagram or on Twitter, and we'll share the details there. So just search for the Big Chill Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, and who knows? Maybe we'll share some details. Maybe we'll throw a nice little first prize in there if uh, for the bracket challenge. Sam, I I, I am still in in shock. Even even me. E- even as a non-listener host of the podcast, I still don't believe that that was. Well, there was rigged. there were some moments in it where I just heard you like sighing and saying like "ooh," and every time I just thought it was the bad pick, or like maybe like I was teetering between like first and last seed or whatever, and I went the wrong way. That's kind of what I felt. So. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine a perfect bracket? <laughs> I, I had to try very hard at moments to not give in a reaction, which I failed at at times, but I had to try like like when you had Gonz- when you early on decided that Gonzaga was your team, for example. It was like, <laughs> oh God. I was like, at this point, he's gonna pick Gonzaga to win it all, which if anything else, no matter what else he picks, his bracket looks respectable just from that one kind of fact alone and then when you then picked another one seed is like your team in that in that region yeah that was amazing wow okay oh I'm... man and and i think anyone listening who's skeptical anyway if you just even not that sam did any research 
even if you were kind of familiar with college basketball, just off the top of your head, without looking at a bracket, making picks like that in any way followed a seeding would be a challenge for most people. Legitimately, if you made me make picks now without the bracket in front of me and the seeding in front of me, there would be a lot of times when a team is a five seed, but I, in my mind, I might think they're like a nine seed. So, you know, it's even if you had knowledge, that would be relatively impressive. The fact that you have absolutely none makes it crazy that you've had you've picked anything that resembles a respectable bracket. <laughs> Who are like the worst teams? Are they? So I guess the the question would be like, are the last the bottom seeds always the worst, or is there some like weird thing with the seeding where actually the lowest seed team can actually not be bad? They just had like a bad run of games or something like that. So for the most part, the lowest seeds are always the worst. So the way it works is there's a bunch of conferences, and then if you win your conference, you're automatically like make make it to the tournament. But a lot of the conferences are super shitty. So you could be like a crappy team that wins your conference and you make it. But then once they have all the teams that are going to make the bracket, then they seed them. So even though they like won their conference to make it, they could still be like one of the last seeds in it. And for context, right? A one seed has only lost to a 16 seed once in the history of March Madness. So oh, wow. you, I think it's 139 and one. I believe so. So it could have been a real like snowball problem with that. Cause if you had picked a yes. 16th seed at the start, then you've got them kind of polluting your. If you had picked yeah, a 16th seed or even a 15th seed to win a couple of rounds, it would have basically destroyed your bracket. Your 15th seed beating a two seed is, is probably one wrong, but you have them going out the next round. So it's not a killer. But if you like, if you had picked a, a 16th seed making the final four, your bracket would have been terrible, probably, even if you'd picked like if you'd picked Gonzaga winning it, but you'd put, had a 16 seed playing them in the national championship game, then your bracket's destroyed just by that fact. Yeah, and the number one seed has won 22 of the 35 tournaments, the last 35 tournaments, including the last three years. And they're all live. So there's like, what, four games a day, one after the oh, other? Oh, no. Or... The, the first round is played over two days. So you... Oh, uh, wow. It's constant. Yeah, it's constant. They have it kind it's of... It's a lot of basketball. They have it set up. So basically you have the final like four or five minutes of games basically constantly. So they're all staggered. So that basically after the first couple of games tip off, you get into a mode where you're just watching the end of games for hours. I, I'm gonna bet on my bracket then. I mean, maybe not Cleveland State being Houston, beating Houston, but I'm just as confident. I, I mean, I, I appreciate this is shocking, seemingly, but in no way am I shocked because it was just a series. I mean, for about twenty percent of them, I asked where they're from. And I said, is one of them the toothpaste? <laughs> so that probably um yeah i i have zero knowledge of well i have limited knowledge of basketball but i have zero knowledge of college bas college basketball so that so to give you to give you context uh sam houston are 20 point favorites over cleveland state so oh, oh wow it would be really that would be a huge upset if you got that one sam 
Yeah, it would be. I'll, just, I'll take the plus twenty. Yeah, I mean they—that's how I'll cover. They are one to thirty to win that game. One blip in my other way. Wait, what are perfect picks? <laughs> what what is what is it the other way? Uh, fifteen to one. Oh, I'm putting some money on that. I'm following Sam the Squid. <laughs> in the Squid, we trust. He's <laughs> nice. I'm glad I was competitive because that could have just been an easy blowout by the sounds of it. I could have gone with four 16 seeds and the whole thing's a joke. Yeah, it could have produced such a bad bracket that it would have been horrific for anyone to listen to and also the prospect of anyone joining it to try and beat you would have been pointless because they would have just known they would have beaten you after round one. Uh, now anyone trying to beat you, I think at least knows that they've got to get to, they've got to pick a pretty accurate bracket probably. And they are going to beat you in these like sweet 16 elite eight final four stage of the competition. What are we saying? then? for everyone that beats me, we will give them the value of an order of calamari. That's actually pretty generous. <laughs> if you get beaten by like a thousand people, you bankrupt the podcast. <laughs> Granted, if we have a thousand people enter, it, then maybe they won't yeah. bankrupt. But us. no, we'll we'll work something out. We'll see how many people sign up, and then we'll throw a throw a first prize in there for someone. Yeah. Frank can maybe pick then, it, so it's inevitably Duke accursed. <laughs> maybe the first bit of Sam the Squid merch. Beat the squid. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you can get a t shirt that says I beat the squid. <laughs> and uh when does that so when does that start? The first uh real game is Friday, right? Friday. Oh look how pleased he is. I'm glad this I'm is not on video. So <laughs> I just I legitimately thought that everything had gone wrong with Frank's reactions. Like the way I, I was interpreting him well. was like, this is all over. <laughs> all right. I tried to be consistent in my reactions to throw you off. Well, for anyone listening then, if this is the first time, if you're watching the YouTube video or if you're listening for the first time, obviously we cover a number of sports. So our next episode that you're going to listen to, complete change of, of speed and of tact and of sport as it's going to be horse racing and the Cheltenham festival so for our american listeners might be a little bit of an unknown uh, but we do cover or you know sports from around the world so heavy focus on american sports but a lot of european sports at the same time the best thing for people who are watching on video who've never seen this before is they're going to see how still frank sits for long periods of time because regularly i think your video has frozen but you're actually there yep i'm here all the time <laughs> so i guess one of the other things we could cover american sport wise would be drew Brees. finally hanging up the old cleats yeah, it's a shame that he retired the cleats two years after his arm retired. Yeah, it does feel like he's kind of not spoiled his legacy. His legacy's there, but it does feel like those last two years have kind of <laughs> noodled up his legacy in a way, just like his arm. I think they've def definitely taken the shine off of his career. I think that that much is true. I don't know that much. I I, I don't 
judge him harshly for just trying to want to finish on a high note. Well, look, I, th- I think he's obviously he's still a Hall of Fame quarterback and he's had a great career. But now if you if I start to try and think of where he ranks, stands in the kind of rankings of quarterbacks from that era, I think these final two years may have bumped him down a place or two. Where does he where does he go from here? Has he said anything? Like does it is it commentary? Is he eccentric enough for that? I don't think so. Is it coaching? Yeah. Like where does he go? Or where does he want to go? He's doing NBC Sports. Uh, he's going to be a broadcaster and do their like football night in America. And then I think he said he's going to do the Notre Dame football games, which I don't really understand the connection there besides it being football. Um, and then he's also going to do like the Olympics, I think they said, which is also kind of weird. But well, he went to Purdue, didn't he? Yeah, he went to Purdue. Isn't that where Drew Brees? Is that the yeah, same Purdue. conference as Notre Dame? Yeah. No, Notre Dame's independent. Purdue's no. Big Ten. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Come on, Eddie. Well, you know what? This know. is a fact that I, I thought was crazy. From 2006 to 2018, Breeze missed just two starts for the Saints. That's pretty impressive. 12 years, only missing two starts. And then obviously 19 and 20, not yeah, so no, great. Cool. And that's why he should have retired in 18. <laughs> 19 and 20, he fundamentally missed every start. Seven times leading the league in passing five times eclipsing 5,000 yards and 10 times throwing 30 touchdowns. I think Eddie, you've, you've raised a point though, isn't it? This is like another one of our growing up QBs that has now gone. And it's just that one step to just feeling that little bit of kind of like out of sync with the crop, the generational change in terms of quarterbacks um, yeah, and Drew Brees is definitely one of those names. Like the first Super Bowl I watched, I believe was Brees, was the Saints Colts. I think Saints Colts is the first, yeah, that we watched together. So seeing now, like obviously Manning in the Hall of Fame and Brees retiring inevitably to be in it, kind of does make you feel a little bit. Yeah, obviously you got Bree, uh, Brady hanging on for a while. Um, I kind of throw Rogers into the era of quarterbacks that don't make me feel old even though he's not that much older than me but it still feels like he's kind of a childhood qb yeah and he's marrying someone much younger than you so there you go i'm right in the middle they can adopt me (laughs) could they (laughs) i'll just put it out there if they want to adopt me i'm game we'll find a way don't you have to be put up for adoption before you can be adopted? Put, they can't just they can't just go up to your parents and say, "I have a large sum of cash." Well, I, I want to put it this way, Sam. My parents don't have a say in this anymore. I'm I'm in my thirties. So can you be adopted in your thirties? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you we'll can be adopted out. whenever. Right? Look, don't put Aaron off. You know, like he's got his heart <laughs> set on this. Let him do it. Oh, Sam will get Aaron off. Oh, you said put, you said put Aaron off. Sorry. <laughs> Where is your mind going? The surprising news, I guess, out of the NFL in some respects, right, was Cam Newton being re-signed by the Patriots for another year. That uh, certainly took me a little bit by surprise. I thought that they would part ways. And I mean, we even discussed at the end of the season that we might've seen the end of Cam Newton in the NFL. So the fact that he is going to be starting with the New England Patriots is kind of surprising. I mean, well, does be- that mean he's starting? 
what else are they going to do? Yeah. Get someone else. <laughs> I mean, they paid him a decent amount of money this time around. Not, yeah, not a lot by a quarterback standards, but he's getting like 16 million, isn't he? I mean, it's, I it's mean, an, it's enough that there's no way the Patriots are giving him that money with the intention of him not starting. I mean, they do say that he, he did come out and say that COVID basically ruined his season. And when I, I guess that convincing has happened at the Patriots enough to sign him that he did have his season completely torn apart by COVID. And, and to be fair, that was pretty tangible as well. Like the performances before that weren't terrible, like against the Seahawks, et cetera. And then he had those, then he had COVID, came back and could barely do anything over 100 yards, whether it be rushing or throwing. Yeah, I guess also the Patriots might be just making the assessment that they're not in a position maybe to get a quarterback in the draft that they really, really like. There's not a huge number of high quality free agent quarterbacks out there. And they might even think that this is another year where it's worth them being bad. That their division I, is now hard. I would kind of argue the opposite though. I mean, aren't, isn't almost every quarterback right now technically up for grabs? I mean, Russell Wilson wants to leave. Deshaun Watson wants to leave. No way. No way. Russell Wilson is going to the Patriots. No, no. I also don't know. They have to trade for him, right? What do the Patriots have to give the Seahawks? Like, they obviously they have draft picks, but like Belichick. <laughs> yeah, nah. How awesome would and that bring, be? And bring Pete Carroll back to New England. <laughs> yes, I love it's that. The dream swap. It's the dream swap. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. They don't. It doesn't feel like the Patriots have the necessary assets to land any of those quarterbacks, unless they're going to make the weird move, like something like bring Jimmy Garoppolo back in which case the asking price would be significantly lower and they could have probably done that. But of the elite quarterbacks that they could have traded for, I just don't think they had the assets to get them. So what are your guys' plans for St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> I... <laughs> Coming up this Wednesday? Yeah, nothing. I mean, I live in curfew, right? I can't even... I guess I can have a few... I can drink at home. You said that like a true seven-year-old. <laughs> I live in curfew, <laughs> right? <laughs> so bitter. Yeah, that was I mean, really it's either, bitter. I like that. It's either day drinking in a park or day drinking in like a random street or just being at home. Or so either both. being homeless or with home. <laughs> yes. Those are the only two options at the moment. Why don't you mix it up a bit? Street, then park finish up at home that's the option maybe maybe i mean i also have to work i'm gonna throw that one in there but <laughs> yeah employment probably prevents that but uh, uh it's a shame I, because sam i Patrick's never like to i never like to let employment hold me back that's a general rule <laughs> for my life <laughs> i can imagine you negotiating that in your like employment when they're like offering you a job it's like just to let you know this won't hold me back from whatever i want to do then yeah. one day later, <laughs> you're drunk on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm ambitious. I, I tell all of my potential employers then. Ambitious, well, single-minded, incredibly I mean, driven. The other thing, too, is Eddie is not a big Guinness drinker to begin with. So you know he what has I've, less I've, to celebrate on St. Patrick's Day. I've kind of come around on Guinness. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait. Really? Is Eddie is Eddie admitting 
a a slight that he had against Guinness? <laughs> no, no. So here's the thing is, his, for a long time, the only time I liked Guinness was in a car bomb. And in particular, oh, yeah. what <laughs> I used to love was the pint car bombs that we used to do. Oh, those, yeah. those were the they days. Were, <laughs> they were. I used, <laughs> I used to. You know what? You know it's sad. I've almost got a taste for one in my mouth now, just saying it. And it's not just the obviously the car bomb. It's imagining the lifestyle that was going along <laughs> with the pint car bombs, which is what I really want. But the. The Wait, real quick, real quick, for those who don't know what he's talking about, if you were to go get a car bomb at a bar, they would usually give you like a half pint of Guinness and then often even the, less. Yeah. And then usually like a half shot of each that equals up into a full shot. So you're getting like, that's like your this standard full, size. We used to get the full man's full car bomb. <laughs> yeah. Full, full pint of Guinness, full shot of Bailey's, full shot of whiskey. And I have seen multiple chundering as a result of this. <laughs> Never for me, I'm going to just say that. Never no, for no, me, no. I don't think Never either. Never for me either. Never yeah. for me. It's actually just been like random people in the bars doing yeah. it at the time. Oh, because, it's a... Because they don't make realize a it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes, we, sometimes we don't mention that it's about to be a full pint. So it's like, do you want a car bomb? And then it turns up. And then also sometimes I think people decide that they're game and capable and then realize... Because the worst is when you watch someone doing it slowly and then they yeah. don't give up because it starts to curdle and you have to give up at a certain what moment. Was it like six or seven seconds? If that? Not even. Not even. Yeah, it's like- if, you, if you're going, I mean, six might be, if you're going over six seconds, it's gross. And I've watched oh. many people like told them to pull it away and stop as they've just like slowly now eating a Guinness. Like it's... <laughs> It's disgusting. I do love though that you're the reason you miss them is because you miss the lifestyle that was associated with that. Oh, those are those are great. I, I've put it this way: I've never had a bad night on a night where a pint of car bomb is involved. I love that you said a pint of because if you didn't, that sentence is so different. <laughs> Wait, you know what? <laughs> I, I I have a terrible memory, but I do have a vivid memory of a St. Patrick's Day night out when Eddie ripped my shirt off in yeah. the bar yeah, and they had pictures. to give me a Guinness, a Guinness staff shirt to wear because I had no shirt because Eddie had literally ripped the why, shirt off of my body. Why did you do it? Why did you I do remember it? some we I was encouraged to do it. I can't remember exactly why. But yeah, full on ripped it off. Great. That was a great night. That was a great night. That was a that, full car bomb night. Yeah, that was multiple full car bombs. That was that was maybe my best ever St. Patrick's. It I feel like we're treading on eggshells here. <laughs> no, no, nothing. <laughs> my best Friday nights have car bombs in. My best Irish celebration was no, car I'm, bomb. Not, not, yeah. Look, there's it's politically incorrect to have the name car bomb, but we say but, generic car bombs, but it has the name that is the name, right? I don't have, I wouldn't go into an Irish pub and order a, order a car bomb, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I'll never forget when Irish Dave got upset with us 
when we used to call them Irish car bombs. <laughs> we did not like that. <laughs> but, That's when we started calling them generic, generic bombs. <laughs> just, we even took car out of it just to be safe. But yeah. Uh, tell you what, first day back from lockdown, it's it's car bombs. <laughs> Again, that just sounds. <laughs> if the police get this. Out of context, like that's going to be a fantastic sentence. Now, no, I'm not really talking half car bombs. We're talking full size car bombs. <laughs> maybe, tell you what, maybe Thursday, maybe I go to, maybe I go to the store, buy myself some Guinness, get some Baileys, get some whiskey, and maybe I kick the podcast off by just down. Yeah, maybe it. we do big chill car bombs. Yeah. This might but be. But St. Patrick's Day is Wednesday. Yeah, but you know, you get a grace period. Okay. Or he's still drinking. Yeah. Or I've had a disastrous third day at Cheltenham and it's necessary. <laughs> Tell you what, looking at the day, a lot of people could have a disastrous third day. It's not and obviously that's day. the thing too, right? The the Guinness Village is one of the feature sort of events almost of the Cheltenham Festival festival traditionally. It's amazing. St. Patrick's Day at Cheltenham is a fantastic atmosphere, but that Guinness village is destroyed now like, will they will they provide generic bombs on saint patrick's day in the guinness village do you think you can get them i would get i would guess no That's you could you could ask for the components yeah we'd have to ask for the components but if you then went in you get flagged if you do that, though. That's like when you go to a store and buy like multiple gallons of bleach. It gets like suspicious. <laughs> they pull you aside. Oh, we, know, we know what you're trying to build here. Sorry, we're not selling you a shot of Guinness, a shot of whiskey, a shot of Bailey's, and your Guinness. You're gonna have to knock one of those, uh, knock one of those ingredients out. It's a great experience, though. I'd thoroughly recommend it if you guys can ever get to Cheltenham not this year but next year it's I think I'm I think I'm gonna go next year this lockdown and and just kind of the prep putting in for these races this year has made me really want to go now well we can plan on it maybe do a live podcast from the Guinness Village Ooh, that would be good (laughs) we have been kicked out of the Guinness Village for asking for (laughs) cars and shouting (laughs) Who has a car bomb? <laughs> Who wants a car bomb? <laughs> can be our first viral video. So on that note, should we uh, do the official switch over to from American sports to Cheltenham previews and look ahead to day three and day four of the Cheltenham Festival? Let's, go oh, let's do it. it. Our US listeners can switch off now. Good night. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs>